Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. if our gospel is veiled. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe. Lest the light of the gospel, of the glory of Jesus Christ, who is the image of God, should shine upon them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Jesus Christ the Lord. And ourselves, your bondservants, for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Who has blinded the hearts, the minds of billions in our day, my friends? It's the God of this age. Who is the God of this age? It is Satan. It is the enemy of God, who's opposed to God, who hates God, who desires nothing but but to destroy the things of God, who desires to destroy believers. Who desires to enter in each and every community, each and every village, every each and every town and city across this globe. Who seeks to devour, who seeks to kill, steal, and destroy. This enemy is a destroyer. This enemy, though, has been defeated. This enemy has been defeated by the precious blood of Jesus Christ. By the powerful, magnificent, beautiful resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. By the very ascension of, ascension of Jesus Christ. The second coming of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ has defeated the devil. 
and the scriptures which I hold in my hands this evening clearly teach, clearly teach that Satan, the Antichrist, the false prophet, and all those whose names are not written in the book of life will be eternally in the lake of fire. Now, precious people, though they may be blinded, and there's billions in that condition, though they may be blinded, they are redeemable. Satan, though, is not redeemable. And he is furious because of that very fact. For you must understand, Satan knows his final destination. He knows he's going to that lake of fire. He knows where he'll be spending eternity. And he is insanely in a rage. This being, this vile created being, is furious with God. For he knows he's not redeemable. He cannot experience the redemption of Jesus Christ. He cannot experience the blood of Jesus Christ in his very essence. So he's furious. So he fights by blinding God's creation to the beautiful message of the gospel. And he places spiritual walls in the minds and hearts of non-believers. But not only does he target non-believers, he also targets believers. And he places spiritual walls around their lives so they can experience the very best that God has in store for them. Tonight we're going to talk about how you can overcome these spiritual walls that Satan has built around non-believers and believers on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance, my friend. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. What's up? This is Michael Tate with a thank you to a small church in a faraway place as they demonstrate what it means to be a Jesus freak. It's 1991, Canal, Peru. Terrorists burned down their church and 17 houses, all belonging to Christians. Their pastor is murdered, yet the very next night, 
30 of these believers gather fearlessly in the muddy street to sing praise songs, worship the one true God, and even pray for their persecutors. They live by the words of Paul in Philippians 1.27. Conduct yourselves in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ, so that whether I come and see you or remain absent, I may hear of you that you are standing firm in one spirit with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Are you a Jesus freak? Go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with a thought from the Voice of the Martyrs. Did you ever wonder why Jesus still had scars from the crucifixion even after his glorified body was resurrected? Maybe it's because there's something beautiful about scars when they point others to God. The Apostle Thomas said, When I see his hands and put my fingers into the nail holes, when I put my hand into the hole in his side made by that Roman spear, then I'll believe he is risen. Eight days later, doubting Thomas saw, touched, and believed. In the same way, the scars of today's persecuted believers remind us of Jesus' sacrifice on our behalf. For more good news, go online to persecution.com. from a nearly two-week mission journey through the Middle East on to Asia, in particular the Islamic Republic of Pakistan, on to China, specifically Hong Kong, and then back to the U.S. to conduct some ministry and then back here in Dallas. And I was in the Islamic Republic of Pakistan. I was holding various pastor meetings and open-air meetings to preach the gospel. And my friends, this is the means by which you can break down spiritual walls that Satan has placed in front of non-believers. And I'll use Pakistan as an example because Pakistan can be used as a very good example, for this is a nation that's predominantly Islamic, that's predominantly dominated by the false religion of Islam. We're speaking of tens of millions of people in this beautiful nation blinded to the gospel message. So how can you tear down these walls? that have been built before their very eyes, built before their very minds, built be in front of their very hearts. How can you break down the walls? I'll give you an example. How the, these spiritual walls were broken down. I was invited to speak in a church 
on Sunday. Not this past Sunday, but a few weeks ago. That was jam-packed. A standing room only crowd that enthusiastically received the message. And I and I preached a, a message on the ascension, on the second coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And throughout the service, the message was interrupted with applause as these dear, dear Pakistani people were excited to hear from God's word. And many souls responded by receiving the Lord Jesus Christ as Savior for the very first time during the time of invitation to commit one's life to Jesus Christ. So how do these how do the how do these non-believers respond? There was many of them there. What brought about the removal of the blindness? It's the light of Jesus Christ, which consists in the message of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 that the content of the gospel is the death of Jesus Christ, it's the burial of Jesus Christ, it's the resurrection of Jesus Christ, and the appearance of Jesus Christ. This is the gospel. And my friends, I'm here to tell you today that Satan himself cannot stop the gospel for two thousand plus years the gospel has gone forth and no demon no power of hell has stopped the gospel from changing transforming revolutionizing saving precious souls the gospel is power did not the apostle paul tell us in romans chapter one for I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God. It's the power of God unto salvation. The same Apostle Paul writes very clearly. Not only it's the power of God unto salvation, it's also a weapon. For though we walk in the flesh, he says in Second Corinthians 10, we do not war according to the flesh, for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ, and being ready to punish all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. For our weapons are not carnal but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds. I mean, is there a greater weapon than Jesus Christ, his very life, his very death, his very burial, his very resurrection from the dead? The power of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ is a powerful weapon in warfare. For pulling down, bringing down, destroying, demolishing strongholds. And each night I was there in Pakistan, I brought the gospel. And the gospel, the power of God, broke through the spiritual walls that Satan had built before their very eyes, their very hearts, their minds. 
the power of the blood of Jesus Christ, the shedding of the blood of the cross, the resurrection, the ascension, the second coming. And the love of Jesus transformed, melted the hearts of precious people. And precious people responded, turned from their sins and gave their lives to Jesus Christ. And Satan was defeated in their lives. That is the weapon. Now, I've been referring to non-believers, those in darkness, bringing the light of the gospel. You may be wondering, what about the believer? The spiritual walls that have been built in front of the believer's life. There are many believers, millions around the world, that are bound, demonized. Influenced, harassed, attacked, afflicted, sick, diseased. And these precious souls are a target of the enemy. For believers, if they understand who they are in Jesus Christ, understand the spiritual gifts that God has bestowed upon them, they can be truly powerful weapons. To pulling down the strongholds and many others. To being used in the kingdom of God. To make an impact in their community, in their village, in their family for the Lord Jesus Christ. Just today I received a very strange email from a demon. That's right. Demons write to me. You may be saying, that's well, Jay, that's bizarre. What that happens? People, people have demons. Demons actually invade people's lives, and we know demons invade believers' lives. And demons can actually take control of believers and influence them to do things they don't want to do. And in this case, a demon actually took control of this body, of this, of this saint, a believer, and typed a message to me. This is what they said. You cannot help this one anymore. You do not need to help this one anymore. Move to helping someone else. This does not need to be important to you. And it's not your responsibility. You will not see her again. None of you will. Just let it go. And let her go. And we'll make sure she leaves you all alone. No more looking for us through her eyes. No more blowing the fire in us. No more blood. No more restraints. Let the others out of the room and take off the blood, the fire, the chains, the water. Stop the blood being poured into our mouths and down our throats. Take the swords out of our backs. We are still under submission obedience, even though we do not want to. We do not want no more from you or any others. We do not want to face you. But if so, we will fight and fight hard. And long the battle will be, far from over. You will have to restrain effortlessly and continuously. We will break all restraints, and we will get to the little one. We will do much damage. We will tell her you do not care and are not there and have left her and left her to be. The first one left her, didn't he? She hasn't heard from him and won't. He was beside her, encouraged her all the time, but no more, no more. Tell her you are done and cannot help. That's evil spirits typing this message that's within this precious, precious saint. 
Well, I'm here to tell you, we're going to continue to fight. We're going to continue to fight in the name of Jesus Christ for precious souls like this precious sister in Christ. There's demons binding her, placing her in all kinds of chains, spiritual chains and bondages. There's spiritual walls being built around her. This is what the activity of demons do. This is what demons, how they function. This is what their work involves, to place walls so they can't seem to get any further in their relationships, can't get, seem to get further in their walk with Christ and their jobs and their growth as a Christian. So what do you do about this? What do you do about cases like this? You may be asking me. What I just read to you. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds and casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Jesus Christ. So what are the weapons? Well, let me go back to Pakistan. After I preached that message, that gospel message to the non-believer, I began to minister to the believer. And many of the believers were afflicted with various sicknesses and, and pains and with demons. I remember inviting those who needed healing and deliverance from evil spirits to rise their hands. And many raised their hands. And in the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ, we commanded diseases, infirmities, and demonic spirits to leave. And many of these were precious sisters and brothers in the Lord. We commanded these things to leave those who needed a healing touch from Jesus. And nearly all of them were dramatically healed and delivered. And, and I had some of them who were brothers and sisters in Christ, I had them to come up to, up to the front to testify. One lady shared with everyone she could literally feel the tumors that, were, that had caused so many problems within her life dissolve. She could feel, literally feel the tumors within her body dissolve and testified of feeling zero pain. This believer had a spiritual wall that was preventing her from walking in victory. It's this, it was that pain. It was the tumor, the affliction. What was the solution to break it down the wall? It's the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ. It is the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. When you have given your life to Christ, you have the power and the authority to confront diseases, pains, afflictions, and demons. You have the authority and the power to tell them to go. And they must obey you. Now, they may fight you, just like this email I received from this, from this precious saint, where the demons have built up these walls in their life. They confess they will fight me, but they recognize that Jesus Christ is Lord. They recognize that victory belongs to the believer. They recognize these truths. Jesus said these words in Luke chapter 9. 
and it's beautiful. From the from Luke chapter nine, Luke writes, Then he called his twelve Jesus called his twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all demons and to cure diseases. Over all demons and to cure diseases. Jesus Christ has given you, disciple, all power and authority over the evil one. And you could tell them to go in Jesus' name. You could tell them to go in Jesus' name. That's right, diseases, afflictions, demons, pains, tumors. Doesn't matter what it is. You can fight back. You can tear down these spiritual walls by the power that's been given to you by your by virtue of your saving relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. There was another person there in Pakistan at that meeting. She testified of literally feeling the suicidal spirits depart from her body immediately as we commanded the demons to leave the afflicted. So these demons were binding her. We told them to go, and they left. Now, again, there are times when you, there's a process. There may be many battles to be won, but they will go in the authority of Jesus Christ. For you have the power and authority. I mean, so many were healed that, that morning in that church in Pakistan of various pains and sicknesses and diseases. In fact, right after the service, upon leaving the service, a desperate, desperate father ran in front of me and begged me to pray for his son. I mean, you could see, just see the desperation. It was intense. Please, he said, pray for my boy. For he has never spoken a single word. He's a mute. That's what he said. I mean, with urgency in his tone. At first, I was being rushed the waiting van, but I, I really felt compelled to stop to minister to this precious boy, perhaps eight, nine years old. I mean, you could really tell his dad was so desperate for healing. So I pray, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I loose your tongue, speak, as I prayed over the mule boy. Guess what happened, my friends? His tongue loosed, the muteness disappeared, the demon ceased his activity, and he was able to speak. He said, amen. This, Mind you, this is a boy that has never spoken before, never uttered even one word until on this day. And he was able to say a few other words. Later on, he was able to say, God bless you, with a little boy smiling away. His father just was stunned. Again, mind you, this is a boy that has never spoken, and he was able to speak in the name of Jesus. Jesus did it. Jesus is able to break down the walls in your life, in the life of every single person on this planet. And perhaps you're listening to this broadcast and you have never experienced the salvation of Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ loves you. He cares for you. And the scripture says, if we confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. So right now, just confess. Right now. Is it, we have listeners literally around the world, on nearly every continent, who listen into these broadcasts. Right now, you can experience the life 
changing, transforming love of Jesus Christ, who will pour out his love and forgiveness and will give you hope, a new day, a new promise. He will forgive you if you turn from your sins and embrace his cross. It is by grace and grace alone, by faith, by faith alone, by his love, and by his love alone, you can be saved. Just simply pray with me. Just say, Lord Jesus Christ, I desire for the spiritual walls to be broken in my life. Jesus, your blood, cleansing me from all sins, I choose to follow you, Jesus Christ. Fill me with your love, your joy, your peace, and your power. Be my Lord. Be my Savior on this day. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Now, in the authority of Jesus Christ, I pray for you, believer, child of God, daughter of God, son of God. In the authority of Jesus Christ, I come against those spiritual walls. And by the authority I have in Jesus Christ, by the power that God has given me in the authority of Jesus Christ, I break those walls now. Those who are listening to this broadcast, now in the authority of Jesus Christ. Though I may be in Dallas, you may be listening in Moscow, Russia. You may be listening in Johannesburg, South Africa. You may be listening in Mexico City, Mexico. You may be listening in Los Angeles. You may be listening in... In San Francisco, you may be listening to New York City. It does not matter. The authority of Jesus Christ can reach you right now. And in the authority of Jesus Christ, I command the disease. I command the pain, the affliction, the demon to release you. Now, in the authority of Jesus Christ, walls be broken now in Jesus' name. Now, in the authority of the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, if you experience the touch of God, I would like for you to email me at j at jbartlett.org so I can encourage you, so I can help you further if needed. I'm here to serve you. You're not here to serve me. I'm here to serve you. I'm here to bless you and to bless you in that precious name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.